doom, doom. Are you recording? thing called love. I just can't handle it. I, oh, I lost it. <laughs> it just yes. shakes all over like a jellyfish. I kind of like it. You know, I thought that that was a remake, but that's actually a Queen song. It is. I first heard it because my Mississippi ass thought Dwight Yoakam was the original <laughs> singer of that song. <laughs> I thought it was like Elvis or something. I mean, I could definitely see how it, was, it could have been Elvis, but yeah. it is a Queen song, right? It is yeah. an original Queen. We looked it up because okay. we were like adamant. We're like, no, it's somebody else's, like my husband and I. We're like, are we recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we looked it up. <laughs> you think I wasn't going to record that Are we just going to start every single yeah. episode singing? Goofy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great idea. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we looked it up specifically. I was like, fuck yeah, it's a Queen song. I love Queen. Yeah. We talked about Queen last week, too, didn't we? We did. <laughs> you know what? This is the Queen podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> we sang... Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. And, um... Oh, that was the week before. Love a bunch of coconuts. <laughs> That's right. Diddly, diddly, diddly. We, you know what? And David and I meant to watch uh, The Lion King after that, but we did not. <laughs> We've watched a lot of Star Wars this week, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> this is the Southern Witches Podcast. If you didn't know. That's Angela. <laughs> I'm Kat. <laughs> and you are here to join us for all of the metaphysical goodness. and Everything witchy, under the moon. Everything under the moon. Under this wonderful moon. This will come out at the end of the month. So I was going to be like under this wonderful eclipse. But we do have the eclipse right now. Yeah. Because we are recording December 2nd. Yes. I almost said foist. I was about to say, is it the second? Yeah, it is yeah, the, the second. second. But it's <gasps> a... oh, it... today's my grandmother's birthday. Today's my grandmother's birthday. Shut the fuck up. That's what I said. She was 93 when she died. Mine was 95. Shut the fuck up. How did we not know this? Did yours have dementia? No. Okay. <laughs> Mine Shh. did. She was so sweet. Oh my God. Aww. She was amazing. Was it on your mom's or your dad's side? My dad's. Mine too. Shut the fuck up. And she always smelled like roses. Every Aww. time I smell roses around me, it has to be her. I love that. Yeah. She was so, and she used to sing, I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around my neck. Aww, <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah, like, I've seen it's that a on, Doris like, a Day song. I think it's Doris Day. Oh, cute. And I never heard the actual version until, like, after she died, I looked it up. Aww. I think it was after she died, I looked it up. I listened to a it lot of so old stuff, cute. too. It was so freaking cute. I love that. That's well, then cute. I'll send it to you on Spotify. You should. I'll put it on my ancestor. Um, ancestor. Rich. Not ritual. Why do you want to say ritual? I'm going Playlist. To... That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to look it up really quick. How funny. How funny. Bushel. And a peck. And a hug around the neck. Bushel and a peck from Doris Day. I want to say that I have her on my playlist, actually. Um, I shall send her to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you guys listen to this, it will be 
let's see. It'll be the last Wednesday of the month. So it'll be right before New Year's. It'll be after oh. Christmas and right before New Year's. So our next episode, when you guys listen to this, will be the Harry Potter episode. Oh my god. Oh, I think so. If you if we can record it in time. I'm sure we can we can do something. Yeah. So next week, Harry Potter. Woo! Oh, why did I get out of that? Um, but yeah, so this week, instead of our normal tarot sode, we are going to be doing an Akashic sode. <laughs> I don't know Akashic what else. So. Yeah, or we're gonna go over a cat's Akashic reading because we promised that we would do that. We've already done it. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of other parts to it that there's are very stuff. personal. Yeah. So there's not we're not gonna share a lot of that yeah. aspect of it, but we're kinda gonna go through her report, which is very it is personal, obviously, but it's also um what like all of the reports that I do for everybody when I do an Akashic mm-hmm. reading. So we'll go through her details and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, then we're just not going to talk about like certain things, certain things mm-hmm. and probably certain people. Yeah. So there won't be a lot of detailed details, but you'll get the gist. You'll get the gist. It's actually really, I mean, yeah, the email that you sent me was like, it amazing, beautiful. Thank Whoa. You. Whoa. Thank you so My much. mind was blown. blown. <laughs> and I was just like, how, how how did I resonate with something so much? And I've done, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it, but like I've done a lot of research on some stuff, stuff where I'm just like. Which we can talk about it more, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, when we get there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So welcome everyone. This is um, how an Akashic reading with me goes. Everybody else does them differently and. The person that I learned from, my mentor, you know, he does them differently than I do. So we will, I keep looking at the mic like it's a person. (laughs) (laughs) Different than I, different than you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're normally not looking at each other like this. We're normally like sitting next to each other. We're looking at each other a lot of the time, but we're not like. But we don't have a microphone. Well, we do have a microphone between us, but we're, I don't know. It's just very like in your face right now. Right. Yeah. It's very erect and in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Interact, that's for sure. (laughs) Erect is such a wonderful word to use. It is such a weird word to use. And I'm, mom, if you ever start listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not sorry, mom. You know what I like to talk about. But you know my personality. (laughs) You know me. And you always called me your sparkly child. And that comes with other shit. So... (laughs) You know, I went into a sex toy shop with my mom once. I know my mom doesn't listen, so but if she does, sorry, mom. But like, we I went never. into because she wanted a piece. You know, oh, 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 not a sexual one, but not, the other not a, kind, not a, not a piece. Yeah, but she wanted the kind one. that you smoke out of, and because she was smoking CBD, and mm-hmm. um, well, maybe a little bit of both, but. But we, she wanted to do that on Mother's Day. So I went down to Atlanta and we went to like this really nice restaurant and I was like, well, what else do you want for Mother's Day? She's like, I really want like a, you know, like something to smoke out of. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I know this place. It's right down the street. And we go there and I'm like, mom, this is a sex shop. She's like, but they have stuff here, other stuff here too. And I was like, have you been in here? And she's like, yeah, I went with so-and-so, like some guy that she dated for a hot minute. And I was like... 
Oh, and me and my sister walked in it. and we're like with her and we're like this is uncomfortable but it's I mean you know parents do things like that too it was just yeah. very odd to think about I just <laughs> I don't want to think about those things but I mean was it called like I don't remember what the place was but I mean we got what she I'm wanted I'm trying to think of a really clever name for something that has dildos and pieces I mean it was mostly it was mostly just sex stuff and like lingerie and like pornos and you know, sex toys and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, we're going to go in and out, not looking at anything, not looking at anything for myself. Like, and and out, and and out. Because, I mean, I like to wander around those stores and be like, oh, I've never thought of that before. You know, like, <laughs> we're all sexual beings, right? <laughs> but I did not look at anything. I was like, in and out, and Spank and smoke. <laughs> Spank and smoke. Spank and smoke. Um, <laughs> sex and sex and sex toke. and magic. Sex and magic. <laughs> sex and toke. Oh goodness. Anyway. Oh Lord have mercy. We're done with our banter. Are we? Are we? We're done. I think so. Okay. 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 All right, guys. We're gonna do an invocation. This is where we get serious. Yeah, mostly. We're going to do... Actually, I'm sorry. I always call it an invocation, but it's an induction to get into the records. So, if you guys would like to join in, I offer everybody to close their eyes. Take a couple deep breaths in. Kind of center into your being, center into your energy. We now connect with the Akashic Records and the Akashic Records Keepers. I offer my service in gratitude and in service of the light. We ask our masters, angels, teachers, and guides to be with us now for the truth and accuracy to be obtained for the highest good of all. We thank you, thank you, thank you. We now bring in all knowledge, knowing, and wisdom, past, present, and future into this reading. We fill this reading and space with love. Since we are going to be accessing Catherine's records tonight, we now locate Catherine's records and any additional guidance that we have tonight that is good for the podcast. <laughs> appropriate for the- That is appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> oh, mercy. Lord have mercy. All right. So, for those of you that don't know, the Akashic Records is basically like, think of it as like a computer database. You can either think of it as like an actual, like huge, gigantic library, or you can think of it as like a computer database that you can access every single soul that has ever been incarnated since it's been incarnated, and it gives you every single detail about that soul. Now, I don't necessarily access a lot of information about past lives, but sometimes past lives can come forward, um, especially if asked, because it's all about the asking. It's all about the questions, because they have all the knowledge, they have all the knowing, but you have there's certain ways to ask things. So 
whenever I'm doing a reading for someone, um, you know, I have certain things that I ask about, like we'll go into her, you know, earth incarnations and her higher self connection and, um, you know, her consciousness level and what that means and, um, just different aspects of her soul, like her life pattern numbers and, or life path numbers, sorry. And like the expansion of her soul and what that means. Um, and then like also things like, you know, beliefs, patternings mm -hmm. that have come from previous lifetimes, current lifetime woundings that are kind of, you know, we call them heart walls that are affecting, you know, expansion of the soul at this very time. And then also, um, you know, the chakras, if they were misaligned and things like that. Obviously, we we did her reading a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. um, a lot of this stuff has already been worked through. Because at the end, I always do like a clearing and an upgrade in the records, which can be very expansive. And will mm -hmm. bring forward a lot of contraction, but a lot of expansion. <laughs> and we can talk about that, too, about how crazy it has been feeling. Yes. It's kind of tapered off. Mm -hmm. But... I feel like, well, and it's funny because, like, it comes in waves, I feel like, especially for oh, you. I might get another wave after this, too. Right. I mean, who knows? We just mm -hmm. open your records again, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hello. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they actually told me because she was messaging me one day um, about, because I, I like to keep the records open for myself, personally. I like to have my records open all the time, but I usually close out you know, my friends' records or the people that I do readings for because if I have access to everybody's records at all time after I've Ooh. accessed them, that's a lot. But, I mean, Kat and I are pretty connected. So, you know, I feel – and, like, our, our guides really work well together. So I feel like sometimes they really come to me whenever she needs some guidance or they need something to say through me. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, there's so much going on and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And I was like – you know, I was like, they're telling me that if they gave it to you all at once, like they would, it would literally knock you down on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> like you would be on your knees right now. <laughs> so they're giving it to you in waves and she's like, oh my God, I feel it. <laughs> I feel the waves. It's almost like somebody is like pushing me, but not physically. It's mm -hmm. energetically. It's like an energetic push. Mm -hmm. Almost like I'm high. Mm -hmm. Like that, that first feeling when you have smoked yeah and it's like Ooh, yeah like into the into the high and that's what it feels like uh, uh several times a day and it's, then especially at night mm -hmm. um, oh yeah at night too and and i have only had to ask them to you know back off a little bit like a couple of times so mm -hmm. you know it's all good yeah if you want to sit on these you can i might later by the way i'm good cool awesome so let's go over your report so, um, my Akashic journey, I call them journeys. Um, mine is called your North star. Cause I am actually a Polarian, which means that I come from Polaris, which is the North star. And so that I, it was crazy. Cause I'd actually come up with your North star last year after taking a, um, tarot course with Lindsay Mack and it came forward and I thought it was going to be a course and I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to be. And then a bunch of personal things happened and it kind of went on the back burner and I kind of honestly forgot about it for a while. But then as I was starting to access the records, it started coming back and coming back. And then I was like, holy shit. Okay. That this is the, actually what it's going to that be. That was the little seed that you needed because 
Yeah. Your guides knew that you were going to be doing this. Right. And it was crazy because, like, I was like, oh, my God. So, like, at first when I found out that I was from Polaris, like, I was like, I've never heard of Polaris before. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was like, of course I'm not Palladian or Arcturian. Like, all the ones that I had heard Mm -hmm. of, you know. And I thought I was Syrian and all this stuff. But the more that I learned about Polaris and about, about being Polarian, it matched for me. And I was like, and because like that's the North Star. It's like the that's the star that guides all the sailors home. That was like what their compass was a long time ago when mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, we didn't have technology and things like that. As they counted on the North Star would like guide them towards where they needed to be. So that's why I called it your North Star because I feel like the Akashic records and like an Akashic journey and like accessing this type of information really helps you understand your soul better and where you come from and like the things that are kind of holding you back in a way can in order to be aware of them in order to move forward so I just felt like the perfect name for it so it's called your north star and it's called in the little subtitle is an Akashic journey enhancing or embracing the healing within and coming home to yourself And then um, I do like a little thing talking about Polaris and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, so we'll start with your earth incarnations. She has had 4,735. She's on currently on her 4,735th earth (laughs) incarnation, which if that doesn't blow you away, like just thinking about like not just you, but in general, like just thinking about living on earth that many times is crazy. Like, how how far back does that go? I mean, we know that at least goes to ancient Egypt, like, B.C., far before before Christ. And you also have to think about it, too, though. Like, that's only just what's recorded. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the Ice Age and, like, you know, what were they called? Like, the the cavemen and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Those were technically the, quote, unquote, first people here. Mm -hmm. But, like... We don't know if that's real. So, like, it kind of, you know, or we don't know if that was, like, the first people that ever lived here. Or if, like, you know, yeah. the Ice Age was the beginning of a new evolution. Mm-hmm. Like, what was here before that? I mean, there's, like, I mean, think about, like, they say Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Was was a was a city and... And Lumeria, I think. Lumeria. Was, yeah. I don't know if that was an earthly Oh, see, I don't place. know that much about Lumeria. Maybe not Lemuria. Uh, I'm thinking Mintonkin. Um, Mintonkin oh. is uh, another, like, in another dimension. Oh, Another okay. solar system. Okay, that's actually one of the, um, one of the soul star families. But I, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't had anybody that is from there yet. I don't think, I resonated some mm-hmm. with the Mintonkins, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm a Pisces. They're watery people. Mm-hmm. It was a water planet. Yeah. And um, apparently it was taken over. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the smile on your face. <laughs> I am not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like really resonate with uh with the beings that yeah and we'll get we'll we'll get to that we'll get there um so then since i've done your reading your tech your reading was technically 
Well, I did somebody else's first, but yours was like the first full one that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, level of consciousness. I've actually come to a higher consciousness of it. So um, hers is at 310, which let me pull up my little chart thingy. Oh, yeah, because I was like, I don't really know what that means. I know. It's hard to like really get it. Um, or do I even have the picture anymore? Because I put it on my reading. Hold on. Let me look my other email up. Do, 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 do. Um, actually, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to sing until I get there. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. This thing. Call so, okay. there's a map of consciousness and... So I didn't put this on my report because I feel like it doesn't really explain it that well. But um, there's there's certain dimensions that we are in based on our consciousness level. And so um, so so you're at 310 and I have a little chart here and it says and I'll show it to you. Um, you're in the self empowerment stage. Mm-hmm. Which is very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 310 is like the level of consciousness is willingness. So like your willingness to be mm-hmm. in the self-empowerment, mm-hmm. your willingness to come forward and understand more. And you're in the fourth dimension. So you're in between the third and the fifth right now. So like the third dimension is obviously like this, the physical plane. We're all living in mm-hmm. the, like physically living in the third dimension. The fourth dimension is of love of higher understanding. And then, you know, the next one is obviously the fifth dimension, which is like the new humanity consciousness. Mm-hmm. So like you're, you're getting there, yeah. you know, and you, this, this was just in that present moment. Too. Yeah. Like we could, it, it may have changed because a lot, right. oh my God, someone just feels like it's changed. Right. And so, um, so it's also like your emotional self mm-hmm. and like your, like the in between, but like the, I put this, I, this is what's changed since I lasted your report. If you want to take a look at it. Okay. But I put that on there, um, on my report, just kind of like it explains it a little bit better. And I also put the map of consciousness, which is where I got the information from, if that makes sense. Okay. So this is your... So I got that from Garrett, okay, who was my mentor. For right. everybody else, it's not aware. Um, but yeah, that explains it a little bit better than it. Really... I got you because I didn't see. I didn't see this uh, triangle. That was not originally on your okay. report. Yeah, that was I added that afterwards. I gotcha. I gotcha. But yeah, so it's a better understanding of like where you're at consciously and that can change. Like when I accessed her records, whenever I access anybody's records, I put their name and the date that it was accessed because it's always on the present moment. It's always from mm-hmm. like when the soul was evolved, you know, the, created to the present moment. But like that was weeks ago, so things have changed. You know, your higher understanding of things has changed and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's just a better way to describe it. I wonder if any, who has gotten to the 12th dimension? Uh, that's very interesting. I don't know. I, ha- I haven't done any readings Full for anybody. Full consciousness, super casual, supra casual truth, not super casual. Um, <laughs> super califragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Uh, Divine Grace and Love, Union, The Great Void. That's cool. Yeah. It's very interesting to look at. In that way, like, it's a much, much, it's a much better physical way to look at it. Um, 
But yeah, so that's where your level of consciousness is at, or was at that time. Um, and then we access the connection to the higher self, which again, that can always change um, depending on how you, so I'll even read what it says. Your higher self is the highest dimensional aspect of yourself and your awareness. It is where your intuition comes from when you tune into your inner guidance. Being connected to your higher self means that you have a sense of yourself as a spiritual being and an inner standing. That's right. Inner standing, not understanding. So like inner standing. I like saying that a lot. Um, of your sole purpose that goes beyond the intellectual. And so Kat, at the time of the reading, was at 54% with a connection to our higher self. Again, that can always change. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm a little bit higher than that now. Do you want to ask? Sure. Let's do a pendulum. We're going to pull out my pendulum. You can't see it, but it's beautiful. (laughs) It's very pretty. All right. Has Kat's connection with her higher self changed? Yes. Is it at 60%? Is it higher than 60%? I feel it in my heart. Is it higher than 65%? Is it 65%? 65 percent 64 percent 62 of course when I change my voice yeah. it goes you're at 62%. 62% so you're always changing yeah. I mean it's increased six percent and or eight percent in two weeks, weeks. yeah so because I've I've been I've been talking Doing to myself it. a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not in the weird way. I've been right. talking, but I've been talking to my higher self. You know, a lot. that actually reminds me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it just went even more like, <laughs> yes, absolutely, like going as far as it can. Yes. Um, I actually just got a little ping because I used to think. Not for you, sorry, for my mom. Oh. Because I used to, cause she used to talk to herself all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so I mean, we all talk to ourselves, but like when I was younger, I never really understood it. But like they were just saying, like, yeah, when you're talking to yourself, you're actually talking to your higher self. Mm-hmm. I was like, my mom's talking to her higher self. My mom always talked to herself. Yeah, very interesting. Why? Why do moms do that? Do you feel like we you don't do that have now? Anybody else to vent to most of the time? <laughs> That's true. Sorry, mom. Sorry for judging you when I was a child. I love you. You're probably not listening, but that's okay. Um. Okay. So then we access spirit guides and um, we all have between four to six main spirit guides with us at a time or at a certain time, but they change depending on our choices. So we're always connected to the exact spirit guides that we need at that time. Um, And like they kind of grow with us as we get older and like they change and some of them are always the same, like personally for me Archangel Michael has been with me my whole life and a lot of people are like he's not your spirit guide I'm like yes he is don't don't fuck with me like you don't know (laughs) (laughs) don't 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 fuck with me don't fuck with me you don't know you don't know (laughs) it's like I'm drunk I'm like don't you even try to tell me anything (laughs) (laughs) 
Angel is my homeboy. (laughs) (laughs) He probably laughs at me more than he actually helps me, but (laughs) he probably thinks I'm absolutely ridiculous. I'm just kidding. He loves me. Um, So Kat has five currently working with her. One is her guardian, an ancestor, a healer guide, which is perfect. Yeah. Because, hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, Her creative guide and an angel. Um, Sometimes they will bring forward names. No names came forward for specifics for hers. But they always say, like, you can just call them forward as as their quote unquote labels. Um, Which... You know, of course, we always want to be like, oh, my God, who's our ancestor that's working with us? I know. What's I, our... I want to know who my ancestor is, but I probably wouldn't even know who they were. Well, that's true. Because a lot of the time, the ancestors that we're working with, I mean, I have a whole freaking altar right behind you yeah. dedicated to my ancestors that I know. But a lot of the time, the ancestors that are working with us are like down, 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 yeah. down, down the line. So much so that like... Unless your family has amazing skills at keeping track of stuff like that. Like, you probably don't know who the fuck they are. I, mm, something tells me it may, they may be on my dad's side. And um, go with that. Uh, but, I don't know. Oh, ask if it's Johnny, who is actually, a uh, was a girl, and I just thought, I was so. Johnny? That's why you Johnny. said, Yeah. Um, is Kat's ancestor, we're asking my pendulum and for all of the people that can't see this, which is everybody, because this is podcast. Um, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Thank God we're not on YouTube. Um, for the ancestor of Kat's, or Catherine's, gosh, I keep forgetting. Um, is it on her father's side? That's a Yes. Is it Johnny? No. Is it her mother? Is it her mother? Is it Johnny's mother? That's a yes. Johnny's mother. I cannot remember her name. Johnny's mother looks just like my older sister, Evelyn. Really? Spitting image. Wow. You would not. How much really... farther down the line is she? Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, they, you could tell that they were from the thirties. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like not that far down the line actually. So she's probably okay. like, what? A great, 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 grandmother? great, 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 great aunt. Something she was an aunt. Oh, she was an aunt. Oh, okay. I mean, they're, they're green. Or I don't know if I should ask this on the podcast. What, is that possible? Huh? Is she, is she, is my sister reincarnation, a reincarnation of her? They might not answer because it's not answer about you. Because it's not about me. Okay. Yeah, they went real, they went silent real quick. <laughs> she they're like, went they're okay, like bitch, that I'm ain't sorry. about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm curious. I've always been, because they look exactly alike. That is the one thing about Akasha greetings too. Ow, I think I just got a freaking, oh no, I didn't. Okay. I felt like I got a freaking splinter. <laughs> This table is really sanded down, but it also isn't sanded down, down enough to the point where some of the um, the sides like yeah. are a little rough. But that's okay. Um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, with Akashic readings, um, it's all about the person that you're reading for. Mm -hmm. You can ask about, like, your relationship with other people or, like, how many lifetimes you've been incarnated with somebody or, you know, like, I've asked about, like, my animals, how many lives I've had with them and things like that. Um, But you can't ask specifics about somebody else, unfortunately, because... It ain't about your soul. <laughs> they said, no, no. That ain't about you, girl. Um, don't be nosy. <laughs> don't be nosy. Um, I'm going to scroll and see if I can find her picture while we're talking. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the next portion is angels and archangels. So, um, which is something that I actually added. It wasn't a part of my mentor's stuff at all, but I work very closely with angels if you haven't figured that out by now. And um, so I ask about specific angels or like if if any if the person I'm reading for has angels surrounding them or um, if they have any archangels surrounding them, which if you don't know the difference, um, angels are messengers acting as quote unquote the middleman between human and source. And archangels are above the angels, acting as divine protectors and healers. Um, Which, it was funny because they said for her that she has a spirit guide that's an angel. But they wouldn't go into specifics about it. But then when I asked if you had any angels surrounding you, they said zero. But they said you had four archangels. So... I think they didn't want to go into specifics to be like, hey, guess what? This archangel's working with you as, like, Mm -hmm. a guide. But they wanted you to know that, like, one of your... Basically, the angel that's around you is an archangel. Because she had zero angels, quote unquote, but also four archangels working with her. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the archangels that were currently working with her... (laughs) My cat, she is crazy. Um, Are Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Azrael... And Arch- Archangel Zadkiel. And then the archangels that came forward that wanted, to, came forward as an invitation for her to work with or call upon when needed were um, Archangel Metatron, Archangel Raphael, and Archangel Uriel. Which are all amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally work with majority of them. So, yes. And now we're going to get to the fun. Well, I mean, it's all fun stuff, but. Um, I also, I would like to add, I've been calling upon Archangel Raphael a lot. Yeah. And as soon as I call on him, especially for my, like, my energy work and my uh, and massage, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, especially energy work, it's amazing how it's just like, whew, yeah, the pain goes away. He's, so for those of you that aren't aware of, like, what the, the, specific archangels do archangel raphael is perfect for healing and divine love um i guess we can go ahead and go into the archangels uh archangel michael is the divine protector um archangel gabriel is the angel of communication and he also works with mothers uh archangel Azrael is the guide that helps through transitions um archangel zadkiel is the angel who assists with change transformation and the forces for good Archangel Metatron is the overseer of the Akashic Records. Hey! <laughs> um, he carries the, uh, the matrix of sacred geometry. And then um, he is one of the two archangels that once walked the earth as a human being. Yes. He used to be... Fuck. 
Who was he? He wasn't fuck. Sorry. Um, he was. I always get. He was Enoch. And then so, Archangel yeah. Sandalfron was another E name. I can't remember. Um, I think I have it written in my notebook, actually. Um, and then Archangel Uriel, which is another one of her angels, is he's connected Elijah? to the Earth. I think it is Elijah, actually. I think you could be correct on that. I had to start seeing the spiritual in my head. Huh? <laughs> There's a spiritual about Elijah. And oh. I was like, ah, oh, Elijah. Oh, Elijah. It was Elijah. It was Elijah. Oh, I don't even have that in my notes about him. I guess it's not important. But so they were once human. They were the only archangels that used to be human. And um, but yeah, but then also Archangel Uriel is funnily enough. He protects writers, journalists, book books, specifically books and podcasters. podcasters. <laughs> um. Okay, so now we're going to get to the Soul Star family. If you hear scratching in the background, it's my cat. She is scratching on her little scratch board thing. Um, and some, so our Soul Star families are where, so it's where our soul was originally originated. A lot of, there are some people that are earthers that they're, they came to earth and this is just where they're from and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But the majority of us, I would say probably 97% from what I've learned so far, um, come from other star systems, come from other universes and things like that, um, or come from other planets. Um, and some, most people have one, but some people have two. And so Kat has two that she <laughs> came from. Um, she has two soul star families. She's Andromedan. And we don't know how to fucking say it. Venusian. Venusian? I think that's how you spell it. Okay. Say it. Well, you're Venusian, so you probably know how to say it better than I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you want to go into a little bit more detail about that? Since, Or do you want me to read what Go ahead about? and read off what... Um... So Andromedans, if this resonates for you, or um, I'll just explain, you know, I'm not going to... We're actually probably going to do a soul star episode where we go into all mm-hmm. of them. Um, but so Andromedans are easy to talk to, can be meek or mild in nature and mannerisms. They have a laid back personality, have a light aura and are often thought of as pure or light beings. After look childlike, quiet or tend to stay in the background to observe others. They love their freedom, have a strong desire to travel and explore. Mm-hmm. Um, often can't stay in monogamous relationships. Emotionally guarded and avoid conflict as much as possible mm-hmm. and often find jobs in the arts and spiritual practices such as artists, musicians, <laughs> teachers, spiritual leaders, tarot readers, or writers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Venusians. Venusians? Venusians. 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 From Venus, basically. Um, often very tall, sensual, and passional, and passionate individuals i am not tall i'm only five seven on a good day i think that's pretty tall i mean i'm five six and i consider myself to be pretty tall yeah okay i'm just not six feet tall (laughs) well (laughs) (laughs) um sensual and passionate and individuals nurturing and compassionate Highly spiritual beings, sometimes to a fault, and need to be reminded or taught how to ground themselves. Mm-hmm. Feel very connected to the universe, their higher self, and guides. Interest in outer space and ancient civilizations. 
can be labeled as flighty. Huge interest in metaphysics and bringing in the new age. Drawn to ancient Egypt, (laughs) and namely the goddess Hathor, as well as Venus and Aphrodite, and often attractive individuals with coveted facial features. So what what else have you learned about your... Um, About your star beans? Well, I have learned that... um, we are very good at uh, accessing Akashic. Andromedans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andromedans are natural Akashic readers. And um, and the, I, it surprises me that you're also not Andromedan because you have worked at it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And you were accessing it before you even took the class. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't think I've ever talked about that. I've 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 accessed the Akashic Records before I even tried. I would go yeah. into a meditation. I went into a couple of meditations where I was like, am I? What, what is happening? And they're like, mm-hmm. welcome to the Akashic Records. Yeah. Like, the fuck? I didn't even try. And I, I wouldn't say I have gone into the Akashic Records, but I have been accessing information through pendulum work. Mm-hmm. Four years mm-hmm. since I was in, oh my God, when did I learn how to do this? Like 2015. Mm-hmm. And so um, we we are naturals at, uh, at being readers, working with readers. energies, healing, uh, using healing energy, energetic works, Reiki. Mm-hmm. We're good at Reiki. We are... Um, we crave freedom and independence. Mm-hmm. Do not tie us down. We want to go travel. We want to go see the world. But we also tend to be, at least from the way I see it, like, and it was funny because a lot of um, people that I, like, watch videos about who said that they are also Andromedan, we are the introverted extrovert extroverted introverts mm-hmm. we are actually introverted but we can um we we can adapt mm-hmm. and bring out our energy and people always think that i am an extrovert but i'm not but i can i can work the room until i can't work it anymore right and then i crash but i like i am talkative I am out there when I want to be out there and I'm just, I can work the room when I want to, when it hits me. But then I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go. You know, I think it'd be really interesting to do research on the signs and what certain signs tend to be because like, or like, but I know we're both Gemini risings and I feel like Geminis are really good at like feeling out the room and that mm-hmm. kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And like also like a lot of Geminis can have like a lot of introverted aspects, but also um, extroverted. Cause mm-hmm. like a lot of people say that about me. They're like, you're not extroverted. I was like, no, no. I'm, introverted. I'm introverted as fuck. Yeah. But I can be extroverted if I have to be. We can be, we can be really talkative when we want to. Oh yeah. But it's if, we're super interested in the subject. Right. And it's all about the energy we're around, it's too. It's all about the energy. If like, if I don't like the energy... If, you, if I feel like you're not going to listen to me, I'm not going to talk to you. Exactly. If yeah. I feel like you're going to talk at me mm-hmm. and interrupt me, I'm not going to talk to you. Oh, yeah, no. Um, But 
I'm Pisces sun, Sagittarius moon, Gemini rising. Those are all mutable signs and those are all very adaptable. Mm -hmm. And boy, can I make myself sound just like somebody else to make them think, oh, you're just like me. (laughs) I don't mean to do it. it Well, I mean, it's just like, but it's kind of the cool thing about being mutable is because I'm, I'm mutable too. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, except for Taurus, I think it's fixed. Taurus is very fixed, yeah. <laughs> My or emotional. Or I they can't remember. I think they're fixed. I'm okay. not entirely sure. But I'm a Virgo sun and a Gemini rising, which are like your two biggest things. Well, I mean, emotional is obviously big too, but like... Um, are Virgos mutable? I think so. I'm pretty sure because it's, it's Sag, Gemini, Pisces, and Virgo okay. that are all mutable. Um, that's why everybody's saying, like, right now during the Sagittarius New Moon, it's like, look out for your Gemini. And, we struggle enough. Yeah. <laughs> look out for your Sag and Gemini and Virgo Pisces place, then, people. We're help. We need Send help. help. Send help. Send help. Um, but, yeah, that'd be interesting to see, like, mm-hmm. if certain signs are connected to certain things. Yeah. Anyway, that has nothing to do with the soul star stuff, but. No, but it would be really cool to see. Yeah. I think one of them, I can't remember exactly which one, but um, one of the start, when I was doing all the research and stuff in the Akashics or the records or whatever, um, I did say tend to be like Gemini's or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, you know what? what is cool? And I, I totally forgot. I should say this. Um, when I was looking that up, I was reading it. I was reading it from an article from somebody who does research on soul stars. Mm -hmm. And, um, I put my phone down. I looked at the clock. It was 11, 11. Of course. And then I saw a blue glow, like an oval, like a large oval. It wasn't just a small little spark. Yeah. It was an, a blue glow. Where? At work. Oh, at work? Yeah. But, like, in front of you? Behind? Like, where? In front of me. Okay. Like, right in my eyes. Interesting. And it just went, it was like, went away. It was like, you now know this information. Yeah. And I had such a huge rush of energy. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, what do I do with this information? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know it resonates with your soul. Yeah, because I always thought, you know, because you asked me if I wanted to do the Akashic uh, class. I was like, I don't know that it's my calling. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. Maybe later on down the line, but right now I just don't know if that's something that I am being called to do. Yeah. And I don't feel like I should take a class right now, but maybe later on I, I will actually do, do a class on how to access it. Yeah. I mean, shit, I've been, I've been doing past life readings on myself and others for a while. Yeah. And didn't think that they were really actually that true. It turns out that they were. Yeah. So, <laughs> You never know. You never know. Um, have you learned anything else about uh, Venusians, Venetians, so, Venezuelans? The Venezuelans. <laughs> From Venezuela. <laughs> Venezuela. Typically very tall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they have very elf-like, I picture them having like elf-like features, like looking like they're from Lord of the Rings type I was going to say like Elvis. Legolas. And, um, oh, Andromedans are, tend to be androgynous, which I'm not. I'm a very feminine looking person unless mm-hmm. I'm. Don't give a shit that day. Andromedan, androgyn- huh. androgynous. I wonder if that words come. I wonder if those words are intertwined. A name, but the Andromedans um, are like, yeah, bitch. We're gonna, we're androgynous. Bitch. We're androgynous. Um, I I do not look androgynous at all. No, you're very feminine. I'm very feminine and curvy. Um, so, uh, Venusians are, um. The peacemakers, mm-hmm. the light workers, they, I think that they're also good at tarot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also healers. They, um, okay, I don't, I take things that I find on YouTube with a grain of salt. I'm just going to say that. Right. Um, well, it's like, take what, you know, take what take resonates. Take what resonates. Leaves, yeah. Leave yeah. What it's like, huh, I don't know. Because um, we are, after all, talking about star seeds. Right. <laughs> this is not an earthly thing that we, it is tangible. Right. Okay. Um, and by the way, I just want to say, uh, know your star seed and origins is cool and all, but that doesn't mean that you can't, that, you know, we're here to fix shit on this earth. Right. (laughs) Well, we came back to earth for a reason. We don't need to get all caught in the reason uh, and what we are, who we are. Right. Uh, so much that we lose sight of actually what is going on in this world. Well, I think the whole reason why why I access this part of the soul is because I feel like the reason why it's good to know that stuff, obviously it is kind of like a past life thing, obviously, Mm -hmm. because you know that Mm -hmm. we're not currently in those, you know, dimensions or worlds or universes or planets or whatever. Hey, you came back for, to help for this reason. Like this is what you're good at. Well, and I mean like Venus is like the, you know, that's like known as like the planet of love Uh and to be like Venetian or Venus, whatever. (laughs) Venus Swaylin. Venus Swaylin. You know, I feel like that's a big indication Mm -hmm. of, like, how much of love you are. Mm -hmm. And, like, how much you've, like, that is what your, is your nature, like, your soul's nature. So, of course, you're going to come back into this lifetime and, like, want to be of love and be a light worker. Don't forget it. Put in that work. Yeah. Take that work out into the world and, like, really do something with it. And don't just be like... I'm only raising the vibration just by being here. Right. <laughs> kind of no, thing. you gotta do something. <laughs> you gotta about do it. some work, yeah. y'all. Okay. Well, and it's nice to know too because, like, um, you know, um, where was I going with that? Like, um, we all came back to Earth at this specific time for a specific reason mm-hmm. because we are we have a purpose on mm-hmm. this planet. We got some work. To you do. might not know your purpose. Like, all of this is to kind of help, like. It's not going to tell you exactly what your purpose is. None of this Akashic stuff. Your guides will never, ever, 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 ever tell you what to do. And if something's telling you what to do, that is not your guide. Mm -mm. They will guide you towards what is, and they will always bring, they usually bring up questions like, well, what triggers you? (laughs) What do you feel when this happens? Blah, 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 blah. Because... You know, our triggers are things that need to be worked through in, yeah. for, in order for us to be expanded. And but like your purpose comes through, you know, when your purpose is when it happens, like you'll know. And like and your purpose can change as you grow and oh, as you absolutely. evolve. But like oh knowing goodness. all these things about like 
this is what the Akashic Records is. It's here to empower you. Mm -hmm. It's here to show you where you came from. Yes. It's, you can ask questions about your past lives. They might not answer, but, um, but it's just, it's here to help you in your current state to evolve and to change yeah. and to grow and to get to a place where you have deeper understanding of your soul. This is all your soul. So yep. it's really beautiful and I love it. <laughs> so with that being said, yes. this is what I saw on um, a couple of YouTube videos that mm -hmm. um, Jesus is of uh, the Venusian people. Makes sense. And because he is, he is, was of light and love mm -hmm. and healing and, uh, justice mm -hmm. and, um, forgiveness, forgiveness mm -hmm. and, 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 um, working through disempowerment. Mm -hmm. And oh, so, yeah. and I totally believe Jesus was an energy healer. Oh, 100%. I've been doing some research on Mary Magdalene too, mm -hmm. and um, I resonate a lot with Mary Magdalene, and uh, she was also a healer, mm -hmm. and I think that she was an energy worker as well. Oh, I, I, I would think so too. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if every single person that is a big part of, you know, that whole time, space, and time mm -hmm. when you know Jesus was alive jesus was jesus you know because i believe mm -hmm. that he's probably incarnated but mm -hmm. i don't know who knows but you know i feel like a lot of those people like were energy healers mm -hmm. and yeah that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah <laughs> um are you ready to talk about your life path centers yeah so life path centers are um energetic qualities of your soul that like you're literally made of and um, these paths are most present within your soul's vibrational spectrum and are the energies that are most you are most abundant in. So expressing these centers allow you to use the gifts, traits, abilities, and skills from these energies to create in your human experience. Um, and so we usually have two. Um, I'm sure some people have more than two. Um, but you have a more dominant one and then you have a second one. So, um, Kat's first one is, um, number four, which is love, which is totally fitting for <laughs> being a Ven Ven William, whatever. <laughs> I'm just not even, I'm totally not saying Venusulian. it. Venusulian. <laughs> um. A babuzula. Feels about what? My butt hurts. I gotta sit on them. Here. When you're a little kitchen. You can sit on both of them if you want. Um, okay. <laughs> so, obviously, this path, which is her, dom her mo most dominant life path, um, is the experience of love and healing, which... Dun -da -da -da. <laughs> Guess what, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> um, can be experts in relationships with others, are natural healers, and can accelerate this healing work in an energy system modality, which, hello, is totally mm -hmm. you. Um, they can find themselves in a space of non-judgment, hold sacred space for others in a way to assist themselves and the other person or experience. Um, they love being with others, and others enjoy being around them because of their energy and the love that is extended through their energy in life. Um... 
Sometimes they can give to a point that they disempower themselves and are taken advantage advantage of. Mm -hmm. Sometimes can be needy in close relationships. They love taking care of others and being taken care of, nurturing and being nurtured, and can become unbalanced from giving too much. Um, And this path will at times sacrifice and give up their own goals and secretly hope that others will acknowledge and reward them. (sighs) Does it? Does it? Yeah. It does. It does. Um, and then her second life path center is order. <laughs> which, if you knew me, if you knew me, <laughs> which also, you. by the way, I I must add, not every tra- trait within the life path center has to resonate for you. That just means that you're not ex- accessing these abilities in this lifetime. Why can't I talk? Am I drunk? In this lifetime, but you have in previous lifetimes. So, number three, order. This path brings in the energies of balance, harmony, art, law, order, perfection, and peace. I think you're laughing at the perfection part. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Although, Um, I am a very moderate person, so maybe that's what that means. I'm very middle of the road. I want to see everybody's view. Right. And then we come to an understanding. Right. Well, it says this path creates harmony within themselves mm-hmm. and others and their environment. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I just being a don't healer, expect me to right. um, organize my closet or your closet. That's fine. I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this path assists the collective with creating beauty of form and functionality, which that doesn't necessarily have to mean like beep, beep, beep. Like I have to do everything this way. Like functionality can just be like, hey, here's a way that you can do this in a yeah. different way. Like it can be, it doesn't mean that you have to create perfection, totally. you know? Yeah. Um, highly creative and artistic. They prefer or they prefer order, are organized, and have and they love beautiful spaces. You love beautiful spaces. I do. Um, they have an artistic eye and sense of aesthetics. Are excellent planners and project managers. <laughs> have an innate sense of fairness, law, karma, the balance of choice and consequences. Mm-hmm. Create deliberately and in an organized and structured way. They do not like drama. I do not like drama. <laughs> they are highly emotional and. And intense or extreme situations make them incredibly uncomfortable. Yes. Um, tend to make others happy by accommodating others at the cost of themselves, which yes. is actually kind of similar to the love part. Mm-hmm. Um, they can sometimes focus on too much on the outward appearance of themselves and others and become embarrassed quickly and worry about the other perception of others or others' perceptions of them. I don't know if that resonates for uh, you. No. Probably to an extent. Maybe when you were younger. I feel like that's like a younger yeah, thing. Yeah, that's we a all... younger thing. But I don't like get embarrassed because of the way other people look outwardly or right. anything like that. But I do I do worry sometimes about other people's perceptions of myself. Mm-hmm. But like somebody else, if I'm with somebody else, I'm just like, you do you, boo. I don't care. Right. Um. So then we have expansion of the soul's expression. So the soul's expressions are a clearer view on your soul's gifts and abilities that you embody when you come into this current incarnation. Uh, You can access these expressions to further your skills and understanding of your true divine nature. So her first soul expression is advisory collective, which the advisory collective comes to earth to assist humanity. They come in with the energy skills of assignment and purpose. Their missions are not always right in front of their faces at first, but they find their purpose through trial and error, which enables them to find their path. They may work with the collective humanity to mind, whoa, 
divine feminine, the elements, planetary grid work, energy, divine masculine, or sacred geometry. They will find that they are drawn to these systems. A side note to this collective, seek your passions in the systems mentioned and follow the purpose towards them. Your assignment and purpose will unfold through that exploration. Mm-hmm. Can I just say... Yes. I, say, I have a sacred geometry tattoo and I plan on getting like a lot more <laughs> before I have the flower of life on my arm. Well, it's so funny because like you and I were talking about something the other day and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a, um, I'm a, a code specialist, which works with sacred geometry and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like, and then I was like, like you. And then I was like, and then I looked back at your report and I was like, oh wait, she's not a code specialist. And then I was like, oh wait, she's an advisory collective though. They work with sacred geometry yeah. too. So, in a way, we're kind of in the we're same. Kinda, yeah. I, but parallel. It's so, it's so funny because, like, code specialists work with numbers, and I hate math. But guess what my job is? Working with numbers. Math. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I guess not technically math. But so, math, an advisory but. collective, I mean, I am technically a therapist. Right. So, you help humanity. I mean, I give humanity. a lot of advice. Right. And you yeah. help humanity, like, you're part of your purpose as the, the advisory collective portion of you helps other people find their purpose mm-hmm. and I feel like since I've known you my purpose has opened up more probably oh. without you even realizing it you know no I didn't realize it so but it's yeah. these are all things about yourself that you don't even realize until it's brought to your awareness and you're like oh shit I do do that like kind of thing I mean I'm far more badass than I thought I was uh, uh-huh. duh um, your second soul ex- soul expression is the listener, which made me think of that time where you told me about how you were out with somebody and somebody was just talking, 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 talking to you. And I think we talked about it on the podcast <laughs> and then you're left, you left and that person was like, uh, does that happen to you a lot? And you're like, what? She, she was like, she just, she just talked to you like about everything under the sun. And you're like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> But the listeners, obviously, are the listener have a great compassion to assist others through being present, holding space, and simply listening. They can attract others who like to talk a lot and can find themselves talking on taking on others' problems and challenges as well as trying to fix them. When the listener is holding space for others, they are extending healings, healing and codes into the field to others or groups of beings. Wisdom and knowledge will flow freely. <laughs> Wisdom and knowledge will flow freely through them when they are asked for advice. That I absolutely resonate with. <laughs> yeah. In every single way. So, um, were you wanting to go into like the parts that we um the influences in your records that need to be understood, worked through, and healed. Yeah. I'm okay with being vulnerable with that. Um, the soul contract? Um, Maybe not specifically. We can say we can say I have one with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the following are influences. Like too personal for me to No, that's completely one hundred percent. Um yeah, no, I don't think everybody needs to know all that. Um, the influence, the following are influences within your records that need to be understood, worked through and healed. So now after we've like brought you up, we're going to bring you down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe you should get the bad news first. And you know what? Honestly, at last. <laughs> it's really funny because when I created my report, um, yours was the second one I did. So, um, but 
when I created it, I originally wanted to do it that way. I wanted to, like, be like, hey, here's all the crap you need to mm-hmm. work on. It's not crap. It's all just, like, a deeper understanding of what needs to be looked at and healed. And, like, like I said earlier, we do a healing and we do an upgrade in the in the records. And I feel like a lot of the time that through that healing and that record, like, that upgrade and stuff like that, um, it's not like it like, woo, it's all gone. I don't even have to worry about this anymore. But now that you're aware of these things, of the imprints, of the heart walls, of the, I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was heard on the microphone, but we just heard a loud noise outside. My husband's probably watching a crazy video on like YouTube or something. Um, but um, it's not bringing you down. It's just like. Oh, no. It's I just, know. it's a deeper awareness of. What can kind of yeah. be in it's, the way it's sometimes? Very, very vulnerable. Yes, sure. It's very vulnerable. Um, which my fr- I did a reading for my friend the other day um, that I work with, and um, when we were, she was like, you know, I knew all those things, but I kind of feel called out. <laughs> oh. I was like, I'm sorry. She's like, no, but it, it like helps to like it see does. it. It helps to see it. Yeah. My mind j- being jumbled. My mind just feels so jumbled sometimes mm-hmm. that. And we live with this all of our lives. Right. So putting a name to it and mm-hmm. actually seeing it written down, it's like, oh. Right. And sometimes okay. the awareness. I knew this, but I didn't know it. Right. And sometimes the awareness of being like, oh my gosh, I have an imprinted program of codependence. Mm-hmm. I have an imprinted program of judgment. Like when you're feeling judged, being no- knowing that an imprinted program is actually carried over from like your childhood and like you got it from your parents or you got mm-hmm. it from schooling mm-hmm. or you got it from friends or you got it from society just knowing that like oh this actually like it is technically mine but also like it's imprinted into my being because i knew this to be a belief that is true but it actually isn't true for yeah. me it's something somebody else gave to you exactly so the um wrong kind of gift exactly and we need to re-gift it back right well it's all projections from other people mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't realize that they're doing to other people um so yeah, this part is a little bit more vulnerable but um you know it's actually we won't go into like details obviously we'll just kind of go into like the way that it's structured um so the first thing is soul contracts so i asked the records like if we have if the person has any soul contracts with any per- people from their past, but also in their present lifetime. So Kat did have one in her present life, and that's all we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not in, it's it's not a, um, we don't say bad or good. You know, there's no such thing yeah. as that. Um, but it is a non-toxic one. I'll just say that. Yeah. She she got a laugh out of that one. She was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> she thought that was really funny good (laughs) all right so next we have imprinted programs which we kind of just touched on um an imprinted program is a fragmented soul aspect of yourself that is carried over from the past and is driving your behavior reactions personality and helps develop archetype behaviors that define the false self personality so like false self personality imprinted yes Imprinted programs create beliefs that you accept as real and you identify yourself with. These imprinted programs are created through childhood conditioning, growing up with your parents, friends, schooling, and society. They are created in response to real and perceived stressful and painful episodes that have created a wounding in your energy field. 
So, do you want me to go over the ones that you had? Yeah. So, the imprinted programs that Kat had in her records are fear, codependence, judgment, self-obsession, unworthiness, self-destruction, undeservedness, conflict, impatience, obsession, and abandonment. Which is all stuff that we, you know, again, the clearing and the upgrade didn't necessarily, like, just, voila, get rid of everything. But... I'm aware of it and I can work on it. Awareness is our greatest Mm -hmm. strength in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repeat that. Awareness is our greatest Greatest strength strength in in this this lifetime. lifetime. Heart walls. So heart walls are emotions and feelings that you're experiencing now in this present moment that are currently compressing your heart space and affecting the ability to live fully in trust and with an open heart. And so this isn't on the report, but to live with an open heart means that you trust that no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, that you will always be held, that you'll always be taken care of, that you will always be loved. And sometimes these heart walls are they're literally walls around your heart obviously not physically but like energetically mm-hmm. and emotionally so and we all have a crap ton of them because there's a lot of different options that we can have oh, yeah. and so um would you like me to go over yours mm-hmm. okay so the ones that she had in hers was discouragement disempowerment nervousness abandonment lost anxiety rejection anger guilt blaming Fear, persecution, humiliation, lust, overwhelm, self-doubt, heartache, insecurity, vulnerability, vulnerability, failure, control, defensiveness, stubbornness, panic, taken for granted, creative insecurity, limitation, unsupported, and shame. And all of that goes to... I am not good enough to be seen, to be heard, Mm -hmm. to be felt, but those are lies. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. I love you. I love you. Aww. It's okay. See, I know. It's sometimes just, like, hearing that can bring, I mean, it'll make you be like, fuck, like, what the fuck? But then also just, like, bringing that awareness to you. Like we said, awareness is the biggest strength in this lifetime. Is, like, when you're feeling those things, like, they're 100% valid. But they're also, like, it's also just, like, you feel these things because of certain situations that have happened in your life, but it's not the truth for you. No, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. Um, and then we also have negative belief patterns. So as you incarnate, you hold negative belief patterns from past lives that are brought forward into this lifetime. The consciousness state that you are in when you ha- oh, sorry, the consciousness snake snake. <laughs> Third time's a charm. The charm consciousness. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I mean I can, but that's a different story. <laughs> anyway. Third time's a charm. The consciousness state that you are in when you leave your previous life 
is the same that you return with in your current lifetime. I'm going to repeat that. The consciousness state that you are in when you leave your previous life is the same you return with in your current lifetime. And that includes woundings and beliefs that need to be understood, worked through, and healed. And so the negative belief patterns that were found within her records were love, the future, family, change, and relationships. And then last but not least, um, we do a chakra alignment as well. And we kind of look at chakras that need to be realigned. We go over which ones are overactive or underactive. Um, which we're going to do a whole podcast on chakras eventually. I don't know if we're going to do it before this one actually comes out or after or whatever. But, um, so her solar plexus and her throat chakra were underactive and her soul star chakra was overactive, which (laughs) we had to do a little bit of research on because I know about the social soul star chakra. Um, it is the chakra above your head. It's about a foot above your head. Um, And that is the chakra that connects you to, it connects, it's basically like the gateway between the, um, like your etheric body and like the, your body, your energetic body that's Mm -hmm. connected to like your guides and like the universe and things like that. But it also connects to your, the chakras that are in your body. And sometimes when that's overactive, you can get a lot of headaches. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, you can kind of feel like you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know what your purpose is. You kind of feel like you're out, like, going crazy everywhere. (laughs) Like, you just don't really know what the fuck's going on. Um, I mean, like, obviously, like, you're not completely, like, losing your mind. But it's kind of just, like, you get a lot of headaches. You can kind of sometimes feel dizzy. I do get headaches. And you kind of feel like there's a lot of energy around you. And Mm -hmm. it's just all, like funneling into one spot and that happened recently that's what led us to doing this uh reading because i was having major energy weirdness happening that was waking me up at night and making me so uncomfortable i could not stand it and i thought oh no what's happening am i under attack yeah turns out it wasn't she wasn't at all um just turns out that Sometimes when your soul star, what what the records told us was sometimes your soul star chakra is just so overactive and like your guides are like, yes, yes, I want to give you all the information and energy I possibly can since you're open to it. And it's like funneling into this energy, but your body is a physical being and like, you know, our guides know that, but they also don't, they don't. A lot of them don't either, A, remember what it feels like to be human or they've never been human. Mm -hmm. And their sense of energy, their sense of time, their sense of space, their sense of everything is not human. It's not, it's not on our level. Right. And so, um, because they're on a completely different Uh level and dimension than we are. And so sometimes they're funneling all this energy into you, but your body can't handle all of it. So that's what happened when her soul star, soul star, it's so hard for me to say, soul star chakra is a little bit mm-hmm. um, overactive. So. Yes. Um, throat chakra has mm-hmm. always been on the closed side, always mm-hmm. been underactive. Um, and uh, speaking my truth has always been very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting enough. My solar plexus, I didn't realize was underactive, 
But do you know what? Mm. I forgot. It's either the uh, Venusians or the Andromedans. They're like, they are like, their big thing is solar plexus. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think it's the Venusians. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, huh. Well, the solar plexus is a lot about, I mean, because sacral is your, you know, like, your creative energy and stuff like that. But, like, your solar plexus is a lot about, like, your ego and, like, how you come across. But it's mm-hmm. also, like, what knowing is, who you are yeah. as a person. Yeah. As a soul. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my sacral is wide open. Mm-hmm. It's, like... Hello, ladies. <laughs> but and not just like in a sexual way, but right. like um, which is nice. But um, <laughs> but like, um, you know, artistically, um, it is also kind of a sense of self. And I mean, I have that tattoo on me also, mm-hmm. um, because and uh, it's also part of healing, and uh, and so I have. A lot of ties to it. Like, I love it very, very much. So, I think I baby that one more than any of them. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, you know, we did a little bit of alignment and stuff like that. And then, um, also, when I do, you know, Akashic readings, I get the opportunity for people to ask questions. So, a lot of people ask questions about, like, how many lifetimes have I had with this person? Mm -hmm. Or, like, what was our, you know, like... We can definitely do, like, some of those... Oh, well, I mean, if you want to share, that's fine. Yeah. I don't have them. Do I have? Oh, I gave that all to I you. I don't it have it me. written down. But, um, do I? No. Because it was, so that's not a part of the report. So I send, like, a report to everybody, and then, you know, they can, and then we either meet by Zoom or in person in this case, because, you know, you're my best friend, and we see each other all the time. But, <laughs> um, so, but, like, if you want a reading for me, we can do it through Zoom. But, um. But yeah, and then you can ask questions um, based on like current situations, like relationships, um, any struggles you're having, any hardships, things like that. Um, And then, you know, the records will answer Mm -hmm. accordingly. Um, But like you can... feel like it will serve a purpose. Yeah. And then you can ask questions like how many life... Like I said, how many lifetimes have I had with this person? Or, you know, how many incarnations and stuff like that. Yeah. so, yeah, so she asked some questions, which we probably won't go into too much detail about, mm-hmm. but... Do you want to go into us? Yeah, we can. So we had... Nine. Nine. Nine incarnations together, and we were friends every single time. We've been, like, best friends yeah. every <laughs> single time. Yes. <laughs> which we were like, we're not sisters, but, like, I, I mean, we're chosen family. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we're soul sisters. Exactly. So we thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And um, do you want to talk about like, your sister? Yeah. My, yeah. Okay. So my older sister, who is 10 years older than I am. Which you've um, had. We've had 10 yeah. lives. Yeah. Together. 10 incarnations. Yeah. And we've either been sisters or friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's always been older than me and always. more motherly. Mm-hmm. Um, my younger sister who's 15 months younger than I am. We have had one life together, which is weird. Right. Because I felt like we have had many lives together. But that also, like, I think we talked about this when we did your reading, was like... That only means earth incarnation. Correct. So, like, I'm like, Rachel, call me. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Well, I told her all of this, and she was like, oh, this is interesting. Tell me more. So maybe uh, maybe I can get her to call you. Um, yeah. But so I, I have had the inclination, because I did a reading, and um, that Rachel and I were um, in either Scotland or Ireland um, together. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this aspect. Like 1700s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it said, yes, we were in Ireland. Um, and uh, my older sister was there, uh, too. Was there, too. And yeah. she was also our sister. Okay, but get this. The records also said that we are descendants of those sisters. I think that blew my mind, like, out of, like... I was like, this just sounds like some kind of, like... Sister, sister, <laughs> yeah, or like, <laughs> what is going? What is this computer like? Parent trap, confusion? right? Well, the thing is, is about our, your ancestors. Is a lot of the time, your family members will keep incarnating in your family mm-hmm. line. So that could have been your family line down, down, yeah. down, down, down the line. So like, the fact that you guys are literally your ancestors from like. Those are your ancestors. You are your own ancestors yeah. is actually really kind of powerful, it's you know? pretty fucking powerful. And, um, yeah, I think that was one of the things that blew me the way the most when we were asking about that. I was like, oh, shit, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what else? Um, oh, Amy and I have mm-hmm. had nine? I think she was nine, too. Nine yeah. incarnations or, together? Six? No, she was... She was either, like, right there with me or more. She might have been ten. But we were in World War One together. That's right, yeah. I did not survive. No, you didn't. But I think she did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that threw me into World War Two concentration camps, which I knew about that life. Right. Um, and I survived the Holocaust. Um, but... Uh, I, and it, it was a crazy ass life. That was a crazy ass life. Something just came to me to tell you. Okay. So think about, so they're saying, think about that when you feel like you can't get through something. The fact that your soul has gotten through literally World War II and the concentration camps, like it's not this lifetime, but it's your soul that has done it. Your soul can literally get through anything. Holy shit. Anything. So, like, when it feels impossible, it's not. It's not impossible. Because look at what your soul has been through before. My soul was literally, went through hell and back. And that's why you're probably so strong. Like, you're such a strong soul. Even when it doesn't feel like it, Mm -hmm. you are. Because look at all the things that you you know of. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of those lifetimes. Like, that's pretty. And that's, that's the coolest thing about this stuff, too, is, like, understanding, like, now they... They originally told me that they didn't want to do a lot of past life stuff, but, like, when questions come forward, mm-hmm. they do answer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, if you have inklings about that, you can always ask, and we can always see what they say. Sure. But, like, the fact that we know that about your soul now, like, what you've been through, like, that's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. That's empowering. That, and, and that's the thing. I have, like, energy just, like, pulsing through my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's um, just, like, a really nice, mm-hmm. like, remembrance of, like, that's why they wanted yeah. you to know about that. I mean, I've been through a lot. I was a Jewish slave in the Egyptian times. Mm-hmm. Literally, 
basket weaving mm-hmm. to save my child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was Moses a real person? Yes. Yeah. Was I his mother? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like sitting there watching the thing. We're like, oh my God, is she Moses' mom? Because <laughs> of course my first thought was Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Well, they showed me, like, baskets and, like, carrying them. And, like, you were over by, like, the Nile and stuff like that. And I was like, what is happening? And we're like, what? But I spent a lot of time in Egypt. Mm -hmm. That's why you resonate with that. And I spent a lot of time as a Jewish woman. Mm -hmm. Which is actually interesting, too, to look into, honestly. Like, look into, like, Judaism or... um, and I have a lot of Jewish, Kabbalic, I have Jewish, and like Kabbalism. I have looked up Kabbalah recently yeah. too. Kabbalism. Is um, it called Kabbalism? I just call it Kabbalah. Kabbalistic? Kabbalist? I don't know. I'm sorry, not guys. Gonna, we I'm like, not going to butcher it. I don't want to like offend anybody. No. But, like I just make up random shit, so please don't, <laughs> don't be offended. If you're um, offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's never my intention. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just ridiculous. <laughs> She's a little ridiculous. Just a little. Um, so, yeah. What what, what else, else did we find? Because we found out some cool things. Now, there was um, an energy healing session that I had last January. So, way long ago. Almost two years ago. Where my the practitioner saw where my soul had fractured itself. Mm-hmm. And this might get him a little emotional. Okay, it's going to. Um, She's like, this night. (laughs) So my soul had fractured itself because it was in so much pain. It just couldn't take it. Um, Oh, I remember that. And uh, because I had lost my life in childbirth. And I just... My my soul just couldn't couldn't take it, so it fractured itself. Mm -hmm. She brought, brought... my soul, that part of my soul back to me. Mm-hmm. And when she did, I felt the most beautiful feeling of coolness. Um, so we were doing some stuff about like my daughter, my husband and things like that. And it just hit me. I was like, my daughter was the one who I birthed and my daughter now was the one who I birthed and that life. And they said, yes. Mm-hmm. And now she's back with me. Yeah. You've had a couple of lives with her too. I've had, what, six lives? I think so. Um, one, I don't want to get into because right. it's kind of, but um, kinda... we have been mother and daughter a lot. Yeah. It's like switched the roles. Yeah, and she's been your mom twice before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. I don't have your piece of paper. <sighs> I wish I would have brought it. I was like halfway to your house. I was like, oh, shit. That's okay. Whatever. We're just um, going off memory now. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, trying to remember what else a lot of the other stuff was really personal we probably won't share it but yeah just stuff like that it's really cool and really empowering and just like really good to know and And there was a lot yeah there was a lot of like you will know when the time is right to do something Mm -hmm. you will know who you are Mm -hmm. you already know but it will be so obvious to you right soon yeah so just have to do a couple of things and just, yeah. just trust the process. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is like, you can ask like questions and a lot of the time they'll come back to you with questions yeah. <laughs> to like, and it's a lot of the time, like I was doing a reading for my friend the other day and she was like, Oh my gosh, that's so frustrating. I just want answers. I was like, I know, but like, 
they can't give you absolutes mm-hmm. because you're always changing on your choices and on your, you know, you're changing every single day. And especially if you're on this, you know, spiritual path, like, you know, our guides provide us with what we need to know at this time. They don't think about tomorrow. They don't think about, you know, next week mm-hmm. or the next year or thing like that. They are always in the present moment at the present time, mm-hmm. always. So they are always providing you with guidance and what you need to know at this time in order to expand to where you need to be, you know, in this present moment. And so, and it's so frustrating because our egos always want to know, but our, our egos want control. Mm-hmm. Our egos want to know everything and our egos want to, um, you know, just have all of the answers. But like, we can't, live through our egos now the ego's great the brain is great it keeps us safe it keeps Mm -hmm. us you know we wouldn't be where we are without our brain without our knowledge fear is part of evolution because it kept us alive correct the ego is very fearful and georgia hartstark for talking about that because they were talking about how fear is a good thing but you know you can work through it right right well i mean like and that's the thing is if you're feeling fear you know, that's the proof that you're alive. Yeah. You know, but also, like, you can't, you know, I'm not going to say you can't live from fear because, like, you are your own person. You mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do in order to survive. But the f- understanding that you're fearful or understanding that you're having, you know, deeper, aware- just having deeper awareness of everything that you're feeling and why you're, f- like, understanding where mm-hmm. it's coming from just helps you evolve mm-hmm. and change. And, like... But we can't live from ego. We can't. There's no way that we can. I mean, if you are living from ego and that's working for you, great. But, like, I feel like a lot of the time our egos are keeping us small. And they're keeping us in cycles. Mm -hmm. And they're keeping us in our patterns and our negative beliefs and things like that. Because they don't want us to see the bigger picture. They don't want us to see, you know, for us to understand things more they just want us to be safe where we are yeah but and and i would like to interject and say something yes we are not talking about if you were in a situation where you have to get out like or you have to survive no because that fear is going to keep you alive right i'm not saying i'm talking about like the obviously that is a completely it's a completely and we just i just didn't want somebody to like right Please don't take that in. what we were saying. But if you're fearful over... If, if you you're out of that danger, but you're yes. still living in it... Yes. Make, seek help with right. it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but what I'm more so talking is from like a soul perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking more so from... If your soul is calling you one way and, you, uh, and your heart is taking you in that like direction... But your ego and your brain are saying, no, 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 change is bad. No, 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 that'll change everything. Yeah. That'll you have to stay make you uncomfortable. Yes, that is the fear I'm talking mm-hmm. about. That is the fear that I am addressing. Yeah. I promise you, I'm not <laughs> trying to tell you that you're not valid of being fearful of anything that's going on in another yeah. situation. I'm talking from a, pol- yeah. a, a soul perspective. I just want to make sure people are... Oh, yeah. That. 100%. Thank you for the disclaimer. Um, <laughs> but that's, you know, our egos... Oh, cat. She's been looking at that broom. The broom fell over. Her, her little cinnamon broom. And she's been like... How do I get over this thing? 
<laughs> it's a puzzle. Freya's in here. She's just wandering around looking Can for something to chase. Come here, Freya. Can you chase it? Come here. Mommy, Come do on. you have your mirror? Do no, you have your shiny? I don't have my mirror pendant on right now because she chases it. And because the light always reflects off the mirror pendant. <laughs> and she, like, thinks it's a bug or whatever or an orb probably. She's always chasing it. That and shadow. She's always yeah. chasing something. Um, my most playful cat. But, yeah. So, I don't know why I went off into that tangent. I don't even know where it started. But, I have no idea. But she does look like she's gotten bigger. She, I swear, she just keeps growing. And she's over a year old. Yeah. She's, but I mean. she looks like she is. I know. I looked at her the other day. I was like, she's gotten bigger. And David's like, no, she hasn't. And I was like, no, it she has. could be her winter coat. Oh, maybe. Yeah. She's just, Are you getting your winter coat, baby? <laughs> update on the cat that hunts in our backyard. Yeah. Obviously is eating better than the shit that I put out. Because oh, nothing like has it. touched the meow mitts. <laughs> He's like, this shit? What the fuck? Jeez. I mean, if you'd rather have I'm not gonna go as far as blue buffalo. No, I don't but, want to feed my animals up. <laughs> but like, I mean, if you want some Trader Joe's treats, I can get you that. I just want Maybe he went away though. It's one three two. One three two? One two three? No, it's one three two. I've been seeing one three two a lot. Have you looked up that angel number? Um, I have looked at all of them. I've looked at 231, 123, 231. <laughs> all of it is kind of the same. It's all kind of the same. Okay. Steps in the right direction kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, that's basically the premise. Premise? Is that the right word? The explanation? The, the dealio? The dealio. <laughs> The dealio. The dealio. The dealio. Um, with... I had a te- what is up with me talking about English teachers? I had an I had an English teacher that I talked about a few episodes ago. My sister was like, oh my God. Because my sister is 15 months younger than me. Right. So she had Miss Walker right after. Oh, really? Like, Fucking loved her. And I, thought, <laughs> I love that you brought her up. Um, I love that your sister listens to the podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and so we had uh, Miss McNeil. And uh, my friend Troy, he was so goofy, but um, he would, we would be in the cafeteria, he'd be like, what's the dealio, Miss Magnelio? And she was just like, I'm, I'm so stupid, I'm so, so funny. <laughs> it's like something I would say. And she'd just look at him like. Oh. I would have been like, not, not much, Ron John. What was his name? Troy. Troy. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta come up with something game. Okay. Not much, Troy boy. <laughs> I would have been that type of teacher. I think I would have too. I swear, my math teacher, my my sophomore and junior, because I failed. Um, oh, I, I was not good at intermediate algebra uh, in college. Girl. I was dumb in math. Isn't it funny how, like, we're always like, oh, I'm never going to do something. Like, well, for me specifically, I was like, I'm never going to do anything with math. I don't need math in my life. And I'm like, here I am crunching numbers all day long. Um, Well, entering numbers, I guess. But uh, I could have sworn that she was a pothead. 
She may have been. I don't even remember her name. I'm so bad at remembering things. Those, I only remember a few teachers. I remember, like, teachers from elementary school, but I don't remember my high school, or my, my, I remember, like, middle maybe school? a handful of my middle school teachers, but that's I it. I remember my algebra, middle school algebra teacher was, she was the worst, and I think she hated me. Who could hate you? She just didn't like me. Well, she was probably jealous of your beauty and your wonderfulness <laughs> and your light, and she knew you were Venezuelan. <laughs> I mean, the sweet. Or Venezuelan, or whatever. Yeah, I was a Venezuela. but she always reeked of cigarettes. I'm like, girl, you oh. smoke too much. You're too stressed. You need to stop teaching. Man, oh, oh man, oh man. Okay. Is there anything else that we want to do before we close down the records? Um, Can we keep them open for a little bit, but ask some questions Off the, the air? Off air. Off air. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay. Um, then I won't do the closing induction then. But okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Just love you. Bye. Um. So yeah, that is the basis of a a kosher reading with me. Again, everybody does them differently. We all have different medicine to bring. Um, and everybody has different connections with their records and with their guides. Mm-hmm. So, um, somebody might do it completely differently than I do, and that's great. And I highly recommend you getting readings from whoever you feel called to get them from. Yeah. Um, but if you ever would like to get one from me, shameless plug. Um, Not so shameless because this is our podcast. <laughs> True. This is my this is my plug. <laughs> I have my arms spread out wide and I'm like shouting to the Be dogs. proud. I am very proud. Shout it to the microphone. Bust your drums with it. Hello, everybody. If you would like an acoustic reading from me, you can reach me. On Instagram at hardlines underscore of underscore strength. Because guess what? Your biggest strength in this lifetime is awareness. (laughs) Also, these aren't even real glasses, by the way. Are you serious? They're so fucking cute. They're the blue light glasses. Oh, yeah. I don't need them right now, but I'm still wearing them. They're super cute. Thank you. Um, if you'd like to reach Kat, she does tarot readings. I do do tarot readings. I do do them. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I do do them. (laughs) Why are we so giggly today? Oh oh my God, it's been our whole fucking day. Okay, you can reach me at the tarot cat, K-A-T. 11. 11. (laughs) On Instagram. On IG. Um, if you find me on Facebook, like my actual name, and I don't know you, I'm probably not going to add you. Add yeah, you. no. Don't add me on Facebook either. I'm never on that I'm thing. never on, but I'm only on enough to like peek into the coven. Yeah. And maybe post something. Which we will be a little bit more active in um, now that things are, well, the holidays are here, but, well, what by the time you guys listen to this the holidays will be on the yeah. floor. Hey, can you stop she... scratching at things, please? And just, like, not... Leave the that? dead bodies alone. Yeah, leave stop. the dead... Leave the portal alone. They don't need <laughs> me. There's a portal in my in my closet. Um, 
If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can reach us at the Southern Witches Pod. If you would like to join the Coven on Facebook, we are at the Southern Witches Podcast Coven, and our code is Good, Good Soup. Which I just want to mention this because I love Adam Driver. He was doing an interview because his movie, his movie. <laughs> movie, um, the Gucci movie, the Gucci. Oh, yeah, movie. I want to say the Goofy movie. You know what? He would be a great Goofy. You think he would? I could picture him doing like, something like that. Yeah, me too. Um. Anyway, he was doing an interview or whatever, uh-huh. and somebody was talking about the. Un- Have you ever watched the Undercover Boss with him from an SNL? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to show it to you. Okay. Um. But he was talking about how um. I'm sure if you're an Adam Driver fan that you know what I'm talking about. Stop it. Leave what it alone. Doing? She's trying to get into the closet. My cats are obsessed with my shoes. Oh. They want to get, they want to sniff my shoes and lay in them. Willow, like, will bury into them. Little it's so cute. Sniffers. Yeah, little foot. Well, we carry the most scent in our feet. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, because some of my clients' feet be ripe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be ripe. Okay. Here's a little tip. If you're going to get on somebody's table. Take a shower. Clean your feet and don't wear. Clean your whole like, body. Don't. Yes, please. Oh, my God. But also, look, you don't have to shave. We don't give a fuck about you shaving or not. But please make sure your feet don't stink. Like. Or please just make sure you don't stink. Please make sure that you don't wear slip-on shoes that have been worn, like, throughout the summer. and Like then flats. You, yeah, and then, like, toms and stuff like that. It's okay mm. if you have natural smells in your feet. That doesn't bother me. Right. But if you get and you have black lines on your feet, <laughs> I'm not touching them. <laughs> I will politely decline. I'm not going to touch your feet today. They don't feel like they need any healing. Yeah, they don't need any That's healing. what I would say. Um. Anyway, Whatever. Adam Driver, it doesn't matter. Adam Driver feeds. It's fine. Um, anyway, good soup. I'm not even going to continue. Just, if you've seen, just watch the undercover boss one where he was Matt, the radar technician. And I highly recommend it. It's hilarious. He's hilarious. I love him. Adam Driver, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Which I highly doubt you're listening, but whatever. We also did talk about Paul Walker, too. Oh, yeah, Paul Walker. Sweetheart. My sweetheart boy. My sweetheart boy. Like you were his mother. He was my baby. My sweetheart boy. We were actually never, um, our souls were never connected, actually, the record said. But I'm supposed to channel him because he's a very, he's a very compassionate, loving soul. And um, he's actually not reincarnated. He's actually still in soul form right now. How long has it been? Eight years. Yeah, we're recording this like a couple of days after the anniversary of his death. So, and if you love Paul Walker, you know that he was just, I mean, we obviously don't know know him, but he was just a really great guy Mm -hmm. from everybody, from what everybody has said, you know, that knew him well, but also like he's come to me in dreams. He's coming to me in meditation and stuff like that. And um, I always really just, I loved Paul Walker. He was one of my favorite actors and he was like my top main man for years and then he passed away and I was very sad. And yeah. um but I asked the records if I was connected to his soul and they said yes and but we've never lived any incarnations together. Um 
which I've lived in carnations with other people, but we'll get on to that another time. Um, a certain race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're connected in some kind of way. What? I mean, his last name is Dylan Driver, Martin. and oh. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm supposed to channel him. So maybe I'll do a channeling of him sometime. Yeah. Because they told me I need to be channeling more. So. Well, maybe we can do an episode. A channel sode. A channel sode. Oh my gosh, our tarot sodes are going to turn into like whatever sodes. Well, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be dun dun dun. So there you go, um, guys. We love you. Yes, we love you. Thank you for being here and uh, witnessing the wonderfulness that is an acoustic reading with me. <laughs> it is wonderful. Are you freaking kidding me? Well, I know. Yeah. Not to be in my ego, but um, <laughs> but but also. Stories. We need stories, please. Stories. Rate, review, rescribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rescribe. Um, and yeah, send us your stories of readings you've had. Yeah. Um, We'd love to hear about readings. Ghost stories. Paranormal stories. Alien stories. Whatever stories. Um, meditations. Yeah. Rituals. Whatever the fuck we want to hear it. So Southern Witches, the Southern Witches Pod at Gmail. Again, the Southern Witches Pod at Gmail. <laughs> at Gmail. At Gmail. Okay, we love you guys. We Take love care of you. each other. Thanks it's one forty-four. Of course it is. <laughs> okay, we love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Mm-hmm.